0: Conversate for a few, Conversate for a few. Hustle Please listen to this podcast. Please listen to this podcast. Please
1: listen to this podcast. Please listen to this podcast. Please listen to this podcast. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Converse for a few. Welcome to
2: the next episode of Converse for a Few. I'm Jana. I'm Allen. This is not a podcast about classical music.
1: Absolutely, is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What are we doing today, bro? Uh,
2: Talking Mob Deep, 25th anniversary of their release of their second album, technically, but the infamous.
1: Mm, The classic album. The classic album. Yeah. Yeah, it's technically their second album. Right. Definitely. Um, Okay. So is this, this is not like, Uh, for the younger fans, let's get it, let's make sure people understand, Um, this is not like Kendrick with Section 80. Right,
2: right. Right,
1: because that was a mixtape. Right. Right, this was was really even before the mixtape era. You know what I mean? Not really even, this was definitely before the mixtape era. Definitely. So their first release, Juvenile Hell, um, I don't even know what year that came out. It was 93?
2: I think Juvenile Hell was 93.
1: Yeah, it said, yep, 1993. And they doubled back. Uh, was juvenile Hell, first of all, was a flop. I don't know too many people that even know that it existed. Right. Um, at the they time, did, did. not they, many. they knew
2: afterwards. Yeah. Right, that's <laughs> After what I was <laughs> saying.
1: After the infamous, most people found out about Juvenile Hell. During, like, while, during the shelf life, which was really short for Juvenile Hell, most people didn't even know it existed. Right. Um, if we talked about it on a shit, few episodes back, several episodes at this point, we talked about it on the um, mm-hmm. the benchmarks and uh, milestones conversation we had that they were in unsigned hype right. around around the time that they did Juvenile Hill. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: absolutely.
1: So they were starting to make some noise, but they really hit the scene. In ninety five, man. Well, in all honesty, uh the album hit ninety five, but I would say they hit the scene in ninety
2: four. Right. I, yeah, I would agree with that, for sure.
1: You know. Uh do you wanna take it from the top? You wanna take like the first time you heard Mob Deep or where you wanna where you wanna start mm. with this thing?
2: Yeah, uh... I was gonna say badly, but not it's not a bad thing. But the first time I heard him, I okay. The first time I heard the infamous album, um the first time I heard the infamous album was um actually it was playing it on the radio on the corner in my neighborhood around the time uh, around the time it came out. Mm. Now my first time hearing them is I remember the video and the song, uh peer pressure so i didn't want to go there so we're dealing with that 25th anniversary of the infamous legendary hip-hop classic album by mob d first time i heard that was maybe two weeks after it came out it wasn't like right when it dropped that week i didn't hear it that week Mm. so it was oh yeah a week or two after my man got it and we was playing it you know what i mean on, on the corner in the box
1: that's wild that you that you bring that up because speaking out speaking about it that way is I don't remember getting the album. Yeah, I can understand it. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I don't mm-hmm. remember I don't remember getting the album. I don't remember when I got the album. I don't remember when I heard the album. You know, mm-hmm. but I remember the first time, and like you said, I'm not gonna speak on uh, peer pressure or hit it from the back because I heard those songs like. During the time that they were out from Juvenile Hill, you know what I mean. But right. the first time I heard "Shook Ones" was the first time I feel like I officially heard Mob Deep.
2: Yeah, do mm-hmm.
1: you see what I'm saying? Ooh. Yes, that's the first time I feel like I officially heard Mob Deep. Yes, Mob Deep as a rap group existed prior to that because they had a whole album. Um, but the first time I heard "Shook Ones" started the life of Mob Deep for me right and and that day um i don't know who the dj was and i'm certain if i was that dj i probably would remember so i'm thinking that they would remember too but they it was it was on uh 102 jams in greensboro i was at auntie's homecoming in 1994 so Mm -hmm. this is the fall of 94 and i'm at auntie's homecoming and uh I was with Sean Malloy and he had the uh the RX 7. And if anybody that know me from you know what I'm saying from years and years and years, y'all know this RX seven. And it had, I swear to God, bro, it's an RX 7s two seated joint. She had 17 speakers in it. <laughs> Seventeen? Seventeen speakers. <laughs> in the car. Like, and not Hit. all subs, of course. Ooh. Like it was tweeters everywhere, mids and the perfect. So he worked at a like that's where he installed stereo systems and oh, cars. Okay. So his car was perfect. Do you hear me? Yo, when that shit, we was stuck in traffic uh, <laughs> on the on the strip at AT Homecoming. Oh,
2: yeah. And
1: that DJ for 102 Jams dropped the needle on shit once, bro. And the energy from that song, it was like an ejector button. Niggas shit forced me out the car. I literally ran up the block. Like, I couldn't take it. I was It yeah. sounded so good. I was so excited by the music. I ran up the block, back to the car, and just like, like, sat in it. I didn't have to close the door. I was like, okay, first of all, these niggas is down with Nas.
2: Yeah, you that can was,
1: tell immediately. Immediately, these niggas is down with Nas. Now, I don't know who the hell they are, because I didn't I didn't tie them to hit it from the back and peer pressure. You understand what I'm saying? Gotcha. It's two separate musics to me. So when I heard them, they that that wasn't the same group. I didn't even it didn't
0: it didn't it dawn on me that I was at
1: all. It, it, at all that I was listening to the same group. So I think from the point that Shook Ones entered my atmosphere at Auntie's Homecoming, I think Mob Deep became a part of my life. At that point, so by the time the album came in April of '95, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I was already like Mob Deep was a part of my life, so I don't even know that getting the album. You see what I'm saying? Like we probably had half them songs before. You know, like I don't even know.
2: Right. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna be. A, I'm gonna be a completely honest. When I heard "Shook Ones," the "Shook Ones" dropped. Uh, the video dropped when the song was played at 88 Underground, NC State uh, mm-hmm. Hip Hop Station, Yo, when I went, when that happened, I honestly didn't even, because it was so different, I didn't even put it together. I didn't even think about anything they did prior. Right. Hell nah. At all. It was like, this is a new group. This yep. is my D. Uh, now, I did not identify immediately at that time, like, oh, they from um that they down that they had some, you know, what I mean, they were down with Nas. Now I'm talking about the single before right, the album right. dropped and we heard the song with Nas. So I didn't I didn't do that, but immediately I knew like this this is gonna be legendary. I knew one thing for sure, that song was never, never gonna be forgotten. Like after yeah. the I'm talking about the first time hearing Shook ones. Crazy, like I, like the beat had me stuck. And then P voice, P has such a great like rapping voice that's mad that stands out.
1: Okay, so that's something I wanted to talk about on here. He definitely did have a rapping voice that stand out, stood out. But I know what you're gonna you can. You already know early mob Mobb Deep. Woo, Havoc was the man, yo. It. Yo, Havoc was the Havoc was the spitter. Early Mob Deep. Havoc yo. was the spitter. Like he was the spitter. I think because his stuff was a little more rapid, and we didn't we didn't understand how to digest P yet like right. his stuff was a lot more poetic and a lot more like memorable i think you see what i'm saying like a lot more mm-hmm. true uh substantive i think p is but as far as being a spitter havoc early early Mobb Deep havoc was a was a spitter bro he was my favorite out
2: of no, oh so so now check it this is how i feel i'm glad you brought it up in the beginning even with the very first song starting and ending, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but all of the songs, like the whole infamous album, I thought they were both incredible, right? Oh yeah. Honestly, I was like, "Yo, the dark skin dude, havoc is killing." (laughs) I was like, "Havoc's the nicest." (laughs) Like nobody couldn't tell me nothing.
1: You couldn't tell me nothing. Couldn't tell
2: me nothing. Then I ain't gonna front when the second album dropped. When you know, I mean, Hell on Earth came out. I felt like it. I felt like then, and from that point on, P was like the standout after that. Yeah. When when the single dropped, Hell on Earth dropped and and, and everything, I felt like, I'm like, damn, album for album, they keep going back and forth, because I was like, damn, nah, P better. like. Well, hell on I, earth, I just felt P was better.
1: I think that's a testament to how good Mob Deep is, because in most groups, this isn't even a conversation.
2: It ain't even a conversation. Whatever it is from the jump, how you feel, that's usually just
1: what it is. Yeah, and, and it's usually pretty clear. One of them nice than the other. One. Right. You know what I mean? But in this situation right here, they complimented each other so well. And have it was dead nice, bro. Dead nice. Dead <laughs> nice. And you know what I mean? And and P is just a, a whole different animal. That think that's what. I think Pete grew into being a whole different animal.
2: Yeah. He did. He and, did. and and
1: I'll be honest, I'm gonna say it again. I think as an audience, we started to understand how to how to take Pete. You see what I'm saying? How to mm-hmm. how to how to digest the verses of what he was saying? Cause it was like, and it was so slow, the bop was so slow. We used to things being a little more rapid fire, especially during this era. You know what I mean? Right. So his, his bop I'm was sure. so slow, it was so methodical that I think we gravitated towards. I think that gave us the that was, it's a brilliant serendipitous thing about Mob Deep mm-hmm. that it being masterful with the slow bar, you see what I'm saying, gave us enough time to uh, understand how nice habit was.
0: Right. So,
1: so by the time we were able to digest P, we already had a a, a, a respect, a heavy respect for Habit. So he never got outshined. Right,
2: right. So it was right.
1: almost like True. even. You see what I mean? Like it was, it was, it was perfect how it worked out. Because if Pia came out with a night with that, with a rapid flow, with the content, with that voice, he would have outshined Habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for sure. the time period, it's just not what he was doing. So it was like it was a perfect balance of a group. I mean, yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh,
2: and 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 on far as that goes, that says a lot about um, habit because we know he was he he did ninety eighty five percent of the production on the infamous. Right. So he's that nice. It's very few producers or, or or rappers that are that are both their production is just as good as their rhyming. You know what I'm saying? There's only a handful that's like that.
1: Yeah, there's only a handful of people that I can think of throughout hip hop history that's been. And I'm talking about people I know, right. people that's in the game, everything that was that's that's been able to make beats and rap at a similar at an equal mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I will pat myself on the shoulder, on the back. I feel like I'm one of those people. Yeah, you're I, one I of the, the chosen few. <laughs> um, but that's why I, I I appreciate it so much in somebody like have it. Right. Because I know how. It, how difficult it is, and he pushed it further than I did. You see what I'm saying? Like, cause he, mm-hmm. it seemed like he really wanted to be a rapper. Right, right. You know, and you know what I found out the other day that I was—I was, I mean, it was on Breakfast Club—but he dealt with social anxiety his, yeah, like, his entire life. Like, mm-hmm. imagine that having to be a rapper. Like, cause I feel like I decided not to be a rapper because I didn't want to deal with the public. I made a decision early on that that's not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But he fought through it and went ahead and did it, which yeah. makes it, which makes him, even more an anomaly. You see what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think so. Like you know, havoc. is definitely a legend, yo. Hip Hop Hall of Fame for sure.
2: Yeah, for sure. And we
1: already know P going in there, so easy. you yeah. know mm-hmm. But so. I can remember times, man, sitting listening to this album, just like me, Chink and pop, you know, just in the whip. And matter of fact, it's me, Chink, Pob, and, and Rob Roller, and and we was high as a kite, angle front, we was stone, <laughs> um, back then. Was, I'm talking about bent, and it's like yeah. the start of the ending came on, bro, and it's like that the them chimes. And that, mm, mm, that mm-hmm. shit was like washing over niggas, bro. And it was like some of the most gangster, you know what I mean? Like some of the most mm-hmm. gangster, but beautiful and melancholy shit you ever want to hear in your life, nigga. It just, right. It take you to a whole world.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it, man, that but that whole album, it quickly became one of my favorite albums. Oh, yeah, it like quickly,
1: yeah, it don't it didn't take much, it didn't take but one listen,
2: oh yeah, that yeah, that's all it take it's it's not you know this album, the infamous album was not one of those albums that you really i gotta listen three four times and you know give it time, although nah. we did, I't heard this probably hundreds of times in my life now, but nah one time you already knew and that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. it was like when you heard shook ones for the first time oh that's it
1: you know what about this album is even more just it, it, along the lines of what you are saying uh, I What's 100% that? agree with what you are saying but think about how impactful and epic shook ones was oh yeah now think about how the album holds up after having a single that strong and then when you get the album there's no letdown. It's that vibe is there Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that—that shit ones was an introduction to the album, and the album served up everything it was supposed to. The whole shit ones up.
2: Absolutely, you. It's nothing worse. It's nothing worse than you hearing a single from a group, you like it. The album come out, and it's not the same. If the album doesn't. doesn't feel if you don't get that Mm-mm. feeling that you thought you was going to get from nope. the same people that created that initial feeling with that first song. This is one of the albums that absolutely does that, hands down.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, the the single is indicative of what you're gonna get on the album,
2: right? And that's what people like that continuity.
1: I mean, it's nece- it's, it's 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 absolutely necessary.
0: You yeah, know definitely. what I
1: mean? Because a single like one sets a certain expectation. And then you Hell come with yeah. the video with the visual, <laughs> like it says a certain expectation. If I'd have got to that album and, and ooh, you know what I mean, and if you would have
2: got to that album and, and it, it didn't feel come, like the video, oh man, we wouldn't have this conversation right now, I don't think you we wouldn't be. There you
1: go. I'm this telling wouldn't you. even be a topic.
2: Because the single was so powerful, so like groundbreaking, it would have to.
1: Right. Matter of fact, uh huh. What's okay? Talk to me about the next video off the album.
2: Next video off the album, "Survival of the Fittest."
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Okay.
2: It was crazy, and it, it was funny. Um, I love that. To me, it was another dope single. It was. It was in the same vein as "Shook Ones." some queen bridge street story yeah hard drums you know what i mean i don't
1: remember the video
2: aggressive sounds yeah the video the video was dope but you know what the funny thing is the video was pretty much like this is what's crazy the video was pretty much a sh- just like shook ones minus the part and shook ones where they're in the car like the scenes where they're not in the car and is exactly like hell on earth video like all the videos the same like and that's the thing that's one of the things at that time it wasn't really a lot of I didn't see a a lot of diversity in the videos there pretty much every Maldee video at that time was everybody got on Tim's baggy jeans and a jacket and they just in front of the project building
1: big ass group shots
2: Group a lot of group shots yeah big ass
1: group shots so yeah I'm looking at the singles from the album shook ones part two Survival of the fittest, temperatures rising, and give up the goods just step. Yeah, I
2: remember give up the goods video. That was the, yeah. that was a little different because they had scenes in like a club and all that.
1: Yeah, that was more of a story video. They, they yeah, was on the train too, wasn't sure. it? They had some scenes on the train in that video. I think so. It? Yeah. Um, What's interesting about this is they say that the release of Shook Ones was February uh 95 right mm-hmm. which the official release is February, February 95 so that means uh the single was out what uh 5 February. 4 months cuz it, it was uh I heard it in October at anti home yeah. so 4 months before the single dropped and then Survival of the fittest came out in May temperatures rising came out September and give up the goods came out January 96 mm.
2: Yeah, that's interesting,
1: yes, yeah, so they worked the singles on this album for at least a full for a full year
2: now that is that's something that is not done today
1: Nah. nah, not like this, yeah, Nah, hell no, hell no, but it was worth it
2: it was yeah, it, it was, was worth, worth it and and you know what a lot of times when and this is just in general when albums like have released multiple singles off an album. Uh, they're all, usually, they're not as good as whatever your favorite one is, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, I love, we love Give Up The Goods as much as I love Shook Ones, as much as I love Temperature Rise. Like, all of the songs respectively held its own weight, which made that album so such a great, cohesive piece of
1: work. Facts. It's shit. One's as powerful as it is, but you can dig into the album, and it might not be your favorite song.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah.
1: like temperatures rising is, is most people's that I talk to favorite song on the album. It's one,
2: yeah, one of the favorites. One yeah. of my favorites. I I have not settled on favorites very hard. It changes for me. It, for me, it, it for me it changes. A long time ago, it was Q. U. Hectic.
0: Mm. Mm,
1: I think mine was was Temperatures Rising, uh, Survival of the fittest at one time. The singles, they picked the singles. They picked the right ones for me. They did. Yeah, they picked the right singles because the singles were my favorite songs on the album. Some of them. Uh, But yeah, man, this is. So you talk about the production a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we know Havoc. Went crazy on like you said, eighty five percent of this album, right? And the fifteen percent he didn't do was done by Q Tip. Q Tip, he came through. So
2: hmm. it's funny because one of your, one of as you said, a lot of people' favorite songs is produced by Q Tip. Temperatures Rising.
1: Well, the thing is, two of the four singles were produced by Q Tip. Yeah. Survival of uh, the, I mean, uh, give up the goods. Give
2: up the goods and temperatures, and temperatures rising.
1: rising were both produced by Q-tip. Mm-hmm. And survival of the fittest obviously was, um, have it. Right.
0: And mm-hmm. the other, so
1: the, the other Q-tip. joint, the other joint, so just to name all the joints Q-tip did: give up the goods, temperatures rising, and drink away the pain.
2: Yeah, temperature rising, drink away the pain. Um there was one other, but they have him listed as co producer, but it sounds like a straight have it be oh, the very last song, um party over.
1: Mm. Yeah, they actually have uh Matt Life as the co producer, not uh, Q tip. On that one? mm mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so it's another one, I'm forgetting. Because remember when we, I was talking about this before. I was saying I knew he did four, so it's another one that he co-produces. They have him as co-producer, but it sounds like it's just all him though.
1: Yeah, I Wikipedia, Wikipedia, which one the Wikipedia is. doesn't have it. The Wikipedia has him as four doing four, three of them. Okay. Yeah. Give up the goods. Temperatures rising, and drink away the pain. But that's the ones they got him listed as. So, But like right. you said, the other day we did see a list that had him listed as one more, but I can't, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. They said that everything he did, though, like, I wouldn't say he uh, co produced, but I put it to you this way it said that when the album was finished, he gave it, have it, gave it the Q tip. Mm-hmm. to you know to, to kind of button up right and add the finishing touches to it so he kind of oversaw the whole thing
0: which okay. which, is, which is
1: which is wow cuz it's like mob deep is such a hardcore rap group <laughs> right you wouldn't think you know what i mean like yeah yeah q tip is the is the mentor
2: yeah. To the, the musical mentor to mm-hmm. the
1: album. Like that's just not what you would think. No. But it does lend itself to reasoning as to why it's such a classic. Right.
2: It had and it had the right people doing the right things.
1: Absolutely. You know,
2: it had the right people doing the right things. And it's and it speaks to um Needing a team of people to make a great body of work. Absolutely, as you said, he handed it to who better to hand it to than someone with with the musical genius of Q-Tip. Facts.
1: Yeah, I mean that was the right move. I couldn't think of who else I would want to hand it to, especially especially during this time in '95. Right, right. You know, that's the key. There is no, you know, who 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 else? Who else in '95 would you hand it to? You wouldn't even hand it to Puff yet.
2: No. And, and, and it's funny because he w- he was saying it you know, in an interview recently, um, dealing with the 25th anniversary of the album. He was saying how um, he would study Q-Tip, like he would try to emulate Q-Tip. Like when the Q tip making a beat and stuff like that, he said then he would go, he would try to emulate and do what he did.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's I mean, so that's a hell of a person to try to, you know, kind of pattern yourself after.
1: Okay, so that 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 there's a hierarchy that we was talking about the other day of people that are descendants of Q tip. Mm. And Havoc wasn't on the list. We was talking Kanye. Oh, we was talking Pharrell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kanye and Pharrell would be descendants of of of, of Q Tip, but we know that Havoc is also.
2: Yeah, and to be honest, uh, yeah, Havoc, Havoc, yeah, he should have been one of the first few mentioned.
1: Well, yeah, because he got the direct, you know, the direct mm-hmm. main line from him. That's incredible, bro. Yeah. That's incredible. Q-tip, dog. I mean, just to think, you don't get the infamous sounding like this without Q-tip. Yeah. That almost don't even make sense. Not unless you just, you know what I mean? Like, you really gotta understand hip-hop for that to make sense. Because to just the average person listening, like the person that knows Child Call Quest, and then you tell them that without the rapper from a trial called quest you don't get the product that is the infamous most of yeah. your, most of your hardcore listeners is going to be like man if you don't get the hell out of my face
2: right 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 because they don't understand you know the nuances there right. and the influence right that q-tip had, which i you know another thing i love about it is that it's all queens
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: definitely all queens that's one thing that i it, it, I was gonna say, damn, I don't even know how this happened, but before I asked the question out loud, it, it crossed my mind, oh, this is all queens. So I'm glad you brought that up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And um whew, There was uh, there was one other one other point that slipped my mind that I was gonna make about um Habit, oh Habit Habit himself was, you know, of course mentioning the great influence that um q-tip had on him as a producer and also uh the hand that he played in helping them to make an album a classic album that that all the way up to this point and i'm sure beyond will will withstand the test of time
1: oh man
2: so we get truly it's truly a classic in that sense
1: truly a classic uh and I dare anybody to take this album and match it up against like uh criteria for a classic album until me this ain't a classic right like i I just couldn't imagine how you could do that
2: yeah no you can't do that
1: <laughs> nah is there anything on the album you skip though
2: no no i I don't skip anything on this album i love i like every like every joint. And I, yo, this is what, yo, you know. What is funny? This is one of those albums that's like an Illmatic for me in in the sense that I knew all the verses to all the songs. Mm. So that's how I know, and I, I really liked it. You know what I'm saying? I know all the verses.
1: I think there was a point in time where I knew them all too. Maybe maybe not all the verses. The Up North Trip, Up North Trip, and Trife Life. I don't think I knew all the voices of them.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That was, that's what it was. Um, up North Trip, that I seen that he had um, co-produced the credits on something else. And when you think about the sample, how it comes on, and the melodicness of that, it, you see Q-Tip in it. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean?
1: Uh-huh. They definitely don't have him listed on that one, though, but yeah, yeah it's possible. I, yeah, it's definitely, I could hear it, though, like you're saying. I can hear it, but yeah, those might be the two back to back that I don't didn't love. But I which one up north trip and tri I don't oh have to listen God. to those.
2: I gotta listen to that. I gotta listen to up north trip and and what more tri like Oh man, I gotta listen to that. Plus shorty live in Brooklyn, the home of the coffin, yo we jetted to marcy because these ain't bagging me yo
1: like yeah trife
2: like flight life no i mean yo, actually I that's gotta... not
1: true up north trip is the one that i don't
2: have oh, okay
1: case. yeah i oh. can skip that one but i I, I didn't that. really ha- i never really did because i was on the tapes
2: <laughs> yeah yeah you didn't have the luxury yeah didn't have the luxury <laughs>
1: so it wasn't it wasn't so bad that i fast forwarded but i'm i think yeah. if it had been cd era I, I might with I might wouldn't you know what I mean that was the, my least favorite song on the whole joint?
2: Oh, okay. That's it Which you know is funny. Which is not it, your least favorite song on that joint is somebody's favorite song. So <laughs> that speaks to the quality of the album because that that's your least favorite song. Like that's a great least favorite song. That <laughs> yeah, it ain't
1: nothing wrong with that song, bro. There's nothing what wrong with that saying? song. The only thing, the only thing wrong with that song is like you said, it, it is a little bit too happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's that's the one song to me that doesn't really fit. And I see it. yeah, but other than that, but it ain't nothing wrong with the song. Yeah, yeah. The song banging. So I just don't, you know. They don't do it for me. Right. But yeah, that's about it. Other than that, dog, she's a complete playthrough. And even with that, it's a playthrough. Right, right. Ooh. This is crazy. I'm going I'm, to I'm tell you. I'm reading something in the credits. This okay. can't be right. Ain't no way in hell. It's saying the up north trip is omitted from cassette versions. Shit, not mine. No, it wasn't.
2: I had to may I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I don't think it was. But but you know what? It may be. But you but you know what? That's is funny that I don't know why this was happening around that time nine five nine six. Because it was written silent murder is on the tape. But if you bought the C D it wasn't on the CD. I remember that. I literally played the song for someone, and they the this was earlier this week. They said I never heard that before.
1: That's crazy.
2: They didn't know that song was on. Uh, it was written "Silent Murder."
1: Wow, and 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 that album needs that song. It needs that song. Yep. Now maybe maybe up north trip is not on the. 25th Anniversary Expanded Edition. Because maybe that's why it's listed like this. Because I know damn well Up North Trip was on my album when I was young. Ain't no question.
2: Yeah, I, I thought for sure it was, too. I know but it, it was. Just, you know what I mean?
1: But that's that's kind of crazy. You got to think about it, bro. They got to
2: be thinking about something else.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, it's with the people This shit could really else. be wrong. All right, but of course. I mean... How would I know Up North Trip so well? You think I ever bought the CD? I know you didn't have the CD. There you go.
2: <laughs> I, I know that for a fact. You never had
1: the CD. Nah, like, that's a fact. I ain't had the infamous CD, so Up North Trip was on that on the cassette. Ain't no way around that one. They need to go sell that one to somebody else. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this album was everything, bro. It's pretty much changed my life. I had uh little known fact. This album made me. This gave my first, like, bad experience with alcohol.
0: <laughs>
1: Messed with this album because I went and bought me a half a gallon of Hennessy. Because that's, yeah,
2: that's what they was on in the video. Yeah, because that's what they was on. I had never had it. no
1: Hennessy. So the boys, you know what I'm saying, man, the boys went and, I don't even think I was 21 yet. So Rob Roller, we and him got together and we went on up in the liquor store, bro. Got that half a gallon of Hennessy dog. And uh, that made for a very, very, very interesting. Put it this way. If you can call any of my friends right now and ask them about... the, It's called Hennessy Night. Yeah. So it lasted from about 1 o'clock in the day, 1 o'clock p.m., to... I probably got home about four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And when I woke up, buddy. Whew, <laughs> oh boy. I'm talking about twisted. I'm, but it's all mob deep because if they never did that video with them Hennessy jerseys on with that big ass bottle out right. there. Like I couldn't got a fifth. I get, I I didn't want I didn't go get a, a pint. I wouldn't got a half a gallon. Just a glutton.
2: Yeah. But that yeah. lets you
1: know that the music does influence kids. I don't care what you It say.
2: does. Yeah. yeah. Anyone that say otherwise, they, they only really know.
1: Nah, yeah, they lying. They, they lying to themselves and others. Because it does. It I mean, you know, it yeah. didn't make me do nothing too crazy. Drink, you know, but well, that's not true because it didn't make me drink because I was already drinking. It just made me drink a specific brand. So, how about that? Maybe it didn't really influence me to do anything other than what I was already doing.
2: Yeah, you just tried out a different
1: one. Right. I just tried a different one. So, it was more advertising than anything else. What else did they advertise in this album, bro? I can tell you something else Mm. they advertised. Right off the
2: bat. But, before I get there, I'm going to say... They advertise multiple liquors because the song Drink Away the Pain they name like damn near every one,
1: right? But okay, but from say, that, before you move on from that, I got questions because I was going to ask this question anyway, okay. but that's a perfect, perfect time for me to ask it. What in the hell is Dainy? And I'm a drinker, I was, but you know what I mean? Like, so what is Dainy? I never knew.
2: Mm, I don't know.
1: You know, I never knew I what Danny was, bro. You know?
2: Yeah, I don't know that one.
1: <laughs> and they say it several times on the song. On Drink Away the Pain. Yes,
2: right. Mm-hmm. Danny, she my number one lady. Yeah, they say it a lot. But I don't know what Danny is.
1: So they didn't do a good job. Promoting that one. Whoever the hell on dance. Yeah,
2: whoever that, yeah, <laughs> that
1: was. Yeah, so, but you was about to make a point. I hope I didn't make you forget it.
2: Uh, nah, so I was thinking about other other um, stuff.
1: That they promoted?
2: Yeah, promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim's. Timberland.
1: Definitely Tim's. Definitely Tim's. Uh, another thing they definitely supported or uh j30 infinities
2: oh my god yo yes
1: <laughs> for sure. the infinity j30 is a thing after the this infinity
2: album. j30 absolutely
1: <laughs> i damn sure went' one yeah you know i mean like when i yeah. i don't even know that i knew what the j30 was before this album right
2: right but then you noticed it afterwards though and for sure you saw
1: it- bro right now i drive an infinity g35 you think that got anything to do with the fact that i fell in love with a <laughs> j30 and 95.
2: yeah now what's funny is after the album right and i and that name and that model of infinity like was in my mind i went to new york like drove with my parents the first time we went mm-hmm. and um, As as we Entering Like I saw That was one of the cars Is a navy blue J, J30 With gold Dayton's Ooh. And gold lining Ooh So they definitely Promoted it And people definitely You know what I'm saying
1: Oh yeah For sure That's a fact up on it. That's a fact That's just like That's just like The uh, Range Rover With Jay-Z
2: Yeah I mean yeah. Range
1: Rovers Niggas like them But you know they were a thing after that they were so yeah he definitely like mob deep put the j30 on the map they put hennessy on the map with niggas like with young mm-hmm. niggas yeah 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 and i because like old heads was i think they was already on it you know hennessy and Cavassier and all that they was already right. on it but uh young niggas i know young niggas in north carolina there's a whole bunch of us they put on henny uh, uh th- yeah that's a fact Henny, the j30 the timbs uh let me let me let me ask you something i didn't do it but do you think who was rocking the bandanas at that point before mob deep like is it pop is it just mob deep and pop at that point i think so mm-hmm.
2: nobody else nobody else right off the back stands out to me.
1: Right. I don't think anybody on the East Coast was rocking them. Maybe Naughty by Nature, but they was rocking, like, branded Naughty by Nature bandanas. Right. If I'm not mistaken. You know, so that whole bandana thing around the wrist, around the head, and all that good stuff, like, I feel like that was more Deep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But did Nas do it? Nas did it a little bit. Or was it later that Nas was doing it? I think Nas did it after Mob
2: he did yeah he did it after the i think he did it after the kind of mod made the thing in queens
1: that's kind of what i was thinking this album was was mad impactful mad influential yo.
2: yeah it's a, a lot of trends
1: yeah they definitely brought done to life done language you know what i mean they won't don't
2: yeah language like
1: done languages right you shouldn't be speaking it outside of Queensbridge anyway,
2: right? Like Nature said on the song, he said half the world saying dumb and never been to the bridge
0: because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> he made
2: he made a lot of slang pop. Prodigy made a lot of slang pop.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, uh, according to some 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 hood some hud dictionaries day Danny was like the nickname for saint oz okay so when it says i think the whole world going insane i feel my brain up with Danny and drink away the pain they according to this they say Danny was the um nickname for saint, saint Alex.
1: oz mm-hmm. i wonder how the hell they got the Danny from saint oz i don't know yeah you know what i mean like you just wonder how they got there i don't know I ain't even gonna try to answer that question.
2: <laughs> I know. It,
1: you know <clears throat> me? it's one of them rhetorical joints. But like, what in the hell? I would have never guessed Danny was St. Oz. Right. Ever. That's crazy. I didn't you know niggas was drinking that shit like that. Cause we didn't drink it.
2: Oh we we did. Y'all drank it? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: we didn't drink it. We was, oh, nah, private it's I was
1: on bro. Yeah, make it put me on private
2: stock. I bet he did. <laughs> I put him on it. Yeah, private <laughs> stock. Right.
1: Yeah, was, yeah. Yo, that's crazy. It that was a quick aside. Think about the alcohols that we used to tout drinking as hip hop artists. nigga.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Private stock. You know what I'm saying? Sipping on private stock like some of the, the hottest rappers in the game is right. singing about malt liquor. Right. Guinness. Guinness. Guinness was highbrow. I know. Guinness was highbrow. <laughs> Private yeah. Stock was
2: highbrow malt liquor. Yeah, it was. They Private Slot definitely was. Yep.
1: Drinking about drinking Mickeys. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about Mickey's in music and then seeing it in the store and be like, oh shit. And yeah. and stealing it. Just because we was like, fuck it. We're going to try some Mickey's tonight. You know what I mean? We we wasn't old enough to buy it, so we just took it. Um, You know what I mean? What's the difference? I mean, you ain't going to sell it to me. You should have sold it to me. (laughs) (laughs) But, nah. It was, yeah, so, woo, We're going to have to do an episode on that. Write that down somewhere. Alcohol. Oh, yeah. And hip-hop.
2: Alcohol and hip-hop.
1: Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, alcohol has had a a crazy relationship with hip-hop. Yeah,
2: it's the number one promoter. Probably if it wasn't for hip-hop, I mean, some of their sales wouldn't be so, wouldn't have doubled as much as they did.
1: I mean, if it wasn't for hip-hop, some of the brands wouldn't have never existed. Existed, not even flourished. They wouldn't even existed. You know? Yep. Yeah, man. I I agree with that. So what else is impactful about this album, bro? You want to talk about the features real quick?
2: Yeah, let's talk yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the features. You have um do you do you have 'em up? I know everywhere that was on the album, but I mean the well, song.
1: Yeah, it was this is is uh, I can go back in here and look yeah, at it. It's Noy Yeah Nas Noy
2: Ghost mm-hmm. Ray Q Tip. And I think that's, I think that's everyone.
1: Yeah. It's just Nas, Rappanoid, Ghost Ray, Q-Tip. Those are the only yeah. ones.
2: Yeah. And, and all of them was on the right song.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
2: Yo, that's what it was. I'm fronting. So for a long time, I for an I was my favorite song. And I'm with no doubt because Nas is on it.
1: Okay for sure
2: a drug dealer's dream slash cream keys on a triple beam yo
1: yeah buddy that yeah, was okay so this this is a time where Nas was on his this mm-hmm. was like a a feature tear because this came out the same years as verbal intercourse yeah yeah you know I mean not the same year maybe year after right
2: yeah this is this is 95 yeah yeah 90 yeah, I think yeah 95
1: yeah maybe so yeah let me check the purple tape was 94
2: right yes purple tape is 90 94. i'm double checking that yeah no august 1st 95. 95. Okay. right because i remember that's what we was rocking at the beginning of school you know school started like mm-hmm. you know the, the late 20 22nd or something like that
0: mm-hmm
2: that's all we was listening to the whole summer well from that point the
1: point it was released right so that's the thing yeah okay so this is this this is uh Nas on his damn tear because this is the same year he dropped verbal intercourse on that team mm-hmm. so yeah he went nuts yeah
2: and this and this is during the time where everybody wants the Nas features because it's post illmatic and Nas is the hottest thing exactly, exactly. So to get Nas on your song is, you know, it's
1: big. Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. incredible That's what, at this point. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And this is not only he on the, uh, it's wild, because this year we got two features from Nas, Ray, and Ghost. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like two songs with Nas, Ray, and Ghost on them this year. This one just happened to be a Mob Deep song. Right. That's, a, that's, a, that's one of those trivia questions that's going to come up on Jeopardy in like 20 years.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what I mean? We'll be ready.
2: And so I know we will. But So this is another thing that I, that I feel like they set the trend for grimy, for grimy, real, like street music. And not and, and I'm going to say New York, like how what Dave was doing, Became the sound of New York, right? Mm -hmm. Nas, Nas, of course, Nas just made everyone raise their bar, right? Mm -hmm. His his was street mixed with like poetry and a lot of imagery and stuff like that. It was something more lyrically advanced. What they was doing was some like something very easily recognizable and discernible.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Hardcore banging drums
1: grimy samples
2: grimy samples Mm -hmm. very very in your face street city music right that's it
1: and 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 like you said about Nas's poetry was so elevated that this gave the everyman access to that same narrative right Mm
0: -hmm. you see what i'm
1: saying like mob not to say mob deep weren't like masterful as far as verses go but yeah. they weren't where Nas is. You see what I'm saying? So it made it easier for people to follow their lane than it right. will for somebody to try to follow Nas's lane. So you get Capone and Noriega. And, and not to say yes. they're more dumbed down sound versions of Mob Deep. That's not what I'm saying, but they're different calibers right. of gun than Mob Deep. It'll still kill you. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? It'll still kill you. It's still deadly. But it's just it's some sometimes it's a thirty two. You know what I mean? You know, and sometimes it's literally it's a machine gun when you got Nas. Right. It might be a machine gun, and them niggas is like two techs, a Mac (laughs) ten and a Tech nine, is what mob Deep is like. And then you got a forty five and a nine millimeter. Or forty cal and a nine if you're dealing with Capone or Yeager. You know, just different classes yeah. of guns, but they all bust yeah. your head, right?
2: Yeah, and and, and it's that sound because you know, it, Queens have Queens, the borough Queens maybe have might be the most rappers because see there was a whole that like there's a lot of MCs from all the boroughs you know but like Queens had a lot of rappers mm-hmm. a lot of rappers and what what I'm saying is like mob deep definitely contributed to what had become identified as the Queens sound
1: for sure for sure yeah for sure like yeah mob deep mob deep pretty much crafted the Queens sound I would agree with that I would agree yeah. with that I think Nas birthed it. Yeah, yeah. And Mob Deep crafted it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um. And and the reason the reason I would say that is because if you really think about it, Nas couldn't have crafted the sound because he got his production from all over New York. Right. Mob Deep crafted the Queen sound because the whole album was produced by Queens. Yeah. There might be what three verses on three people rapped on the album that ain't two people rapped on the album that ain't from Queens. Other than that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's two people on the album that rap that ain't from Queens. So there's two verses on the whole album that's not from Queens. Everything else musically on that album came from Queens. The production, all the verses, everything. Right. So that's crafting the Queen sound. That's something that this album really did. I would like that you pointed that out. Hadn't thought about that. Yeah. It's dope. Wow. Yeah, man. I The, the crazy thing is, man, is this album, it's the, the irony that this is the 25th anniversary on April 25th is a little, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so. This was meant to be, for sure. Yeah, definitely gonna spend some time listening to it. Have you Have you taken the album in today? Have you Have you taken the time to listen to it? Uh,
2: no, I listened to joints yesterday though.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listened to a few right before we got on. I listened to the original shook ones today. Oh, Okay. You know, because everybody we always say shook Ones, shook Ones, shook ones, but literally we everybody knows shook one part Two.
2: Oh yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah cause i don't know many people that would even know shook Ones part one if it like if it comes on before anybody If who played the instrumental most people would know what they was listening to right and that that new release the 25 uh year anniversary uh-huh. edition that's on apple music has the instrumental to both "Shook ones on it
2: uh okay i was yeah. wondering Which, what they was going to give that.
1: Yeah, it's like five song, like five new things, like some, some remixes to some things. And then the, uh, the, the both shook ones and then both shook ones, instrumentals are on there. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it couldn't have been that much that they had to, to give them later. You know what I mean? Like. Right, right. Yeah. How many how many uh, units do you think this album sold?
2: Um, at its release, I think it...
1: I'm talking about total. I
2: think, oh, total? Oh, uh, you mean up to date? Yeah. Up to now? Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. 7 mil? Shit.
1: Nah, cuz... That shit still um, gold. Word. Yep. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yep. That's <laughs> what they say. I'm going to look up IRAA and make sure, but that's what they say. They say it's still gold, fam.
2: How? I don't even, Yo, know, that is wild. If that's accurate, that's.
1: <laughs> right.
2: That is wild.
1: I'm going to look it up and see. I'm going to look up on IRAA and see for sure.
2: Yeah, cause I don't even under, man, I don't understand that. How that could be?
1: Well, I I understand it.
2: Hell, myself, I I bought it
0: <laughs> multiple
2: <laughs> times. I assume everybody did.
1: There we go. I'm just gonna put in Mob Deep. Yeah, now nah, some gotta be done about that. <laughs> Yes, sir. It's only gold. It's only gold, bro. That's correct. They've only had one platinum record. And that's murder music. Everything else is still currently only five hundred thousand well, less than a million. They could have they could be at nine hundred thousand. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? But it's less than a million, so they've only been certified at gold. Right.
2: That man, now that's something that is something I didn't know. And definitely wouldn't, um, expect that.
1: Well, I, I, I wouldn't expect it based on our love for it. You understand what I'm saying? But the popularity of it, you gotta think it's not like they ever blew up. Think about it.
2: And when you say blew up, like, you mean like
1: they became Mob Deep became, if you were a lover of hip-hop, they were a mainstay in your life. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But if you, they were the epitome of black famous. Okay. Do you understand what I mean?
2: Yeah, I get that.
1: Like, they didn't never blow. They didn't cross over. They never, you know what I'm saying? Like,
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. did
1: nobody know them, but niggas did fuck with them. Yeah, so I can understand how they 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 weren't moving, and you know that's loud supported Them motherfuckers, yo, they only did five hundred thousand to this day, and they had four videos and ran that shit for a year. <laughs> that's support. If I if my understanding is correct, you know, it, it's probably some people listening to this be like, yeah, that don't mean they did shit. You know what I mean? So because they might have more information than I do from a, from a label standpoint, All right? But from the outside looking in, that seems like a hell of a lot of support for an album that went gold in '95.
2: Right. Right. With well, that, I mean, well, a lot of like, well, we know like Illmatic didn't go platinum when it came out. He barely reached gold originally when it was out.
1: Right. I wonder how many Illmatic is sold now.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you looking that up?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's
2: platinum. Yeah, I I, I imagine
1: his would be. Yeah, but guess when it went platinum.
2: 2010?
1: Shit, no. January 28, 2019. Certified platinum 2019. Hmm. Illmatic. That says a lot. That says a lot. That tells you something. We need to go through this. This is a whole whole show. Think about that, bro. How long it took for, for Illmatic to sell a million records. Yeah. And it didn't happen till after streaming.
2: And that's what I... That's a, I was afraid... You was gonna say that. Yeah, it's twenty nineteen. It didn't
1: even happen until after streaming. It was never gonna happen. Dang. If you think about it from that perspective. Cause it has stopped. You see what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. it was it wasn't gonna happen if it didn't happen till twenty nineteen. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that the twenty five year re Leagues boosted it. You see what I'm saying? For sure. Nuts, bro. I, the, the the things that we deemed some of the greatest music of all time didn't do in the marketplace what our heart tells us it did.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes,
1: guess that's the simplest way to put it. And yeah, it's a little I mean, shocking. Just, it yeah, is. It's a little shocking. But yeah, man. Uh...
2: I ain't gonna front that's that's crazy shocking
1: yeah not something that i would expect at all at all at all but yeah man i don't know you uh you think we did enough on the album man you got you got some other things you want to say about it? it
2: i think we did enough it's just funny because it's feeling like but i got a feeling like it was like something else.
1: oh yeah it is something else that was supposed to be mentioned um I'm sure cause you gotta think about it. It's one of the greatest albums in hip hop history. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean I but almost yeah. feel like we had a lackluster conversation about it.
2: Right. But
1: I, I, I do I do
2: I wanna backpedal just a moment. I for now for sure, I mm-hmm. think is is my song. Okay. And then temperature rising and cue you hectic.
1: Yeah. I'ma go I'm gonna go temperatures rising, shoot ones. Um and probably started your ending. Oh, I love starting ending. Yeah, probably started your ending. 41st side, cause that just that that right there set the tone. Mhm. You know what I mean? And then ain't that the one at the end of the song? P just get on the mic and just talk his shit. Yeah, because
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah so yeah, that's that's yeah, definitely one of yeah. my favorite songs on that album. Just start still, just, yeah, just that's like a main line. You know what I mean? Like somebody just mm-hmm. took a needle and just, just injected thug. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just inject the whole thug into your your bloodstream when that shit come on. So yeah, that that right there, that song. Yeah, this is true. Yep, that one. Temperatures rising. shook one part two. That does it for me. Every time. Every time. Because, I mean, it don't make no difference where you at. When you hear shit ones, it stops the world. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, I can't not have that be one of my favorite songs on the album. It's just like... But that song is so great, it's almost mentioned completely outside the album. Yeah. If that makes sense.
2: Now, that's true, too. And I feel like... For me, it's like an obvious choice for everyone that like, kind of goes without saying type of thing right and we heard it so much because we heard it so much um before the album not and afterwards yeah that's why yeah like i don't even mention it because it's like it's, it's, it's a a automatic yeah
1: it's a automatic yeah it's a yeah. automatic but yeah man um and I don't want people to, to, to under, misunderstand what I said, because I know I said I feel like this might even be a lackluster conversation on this album. The only reason I said that, and the way I, the reason I feel like that, is because I think the album is worth so much praise.
2: Yeah, yeah. you see what
1: I'm saying, And it being the 25-year anniversary of the album, I want to, you know, I don't know if I'm expressing how much the album meant to me. You see what I'm saying? I don't know if, mm-hmm. the, if the episode is, is, uh, uh, is a window into what the album meant to me. You see what I'm saying? Like it definitely, it changed the way I made beats. It changed the way I wrote rhymes. It changed the way I drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real, it changed yeah. the type of car I wanted to drive. You see what I'm saying? Like it changed a whole bunch, bro. This is, this is like uh black moon Mm. two years before impacted my life you see what i'm saying like this was this was black moon on steroids to me yeah yeah you know i mean like because black moon was grimy but they was grimy rappers these niggas was grimy niggas that could right. rap. <laughs> yes and and yeah it was a, it and was a, it was a, easily understood right yeah. and I, i'm gonna say it one more time just so people can kind of because everybody if you ain't from the era you see what I'm saying? If you ain't from the era and, and you don't. It, hip hop changed. Like you said, it went, they introduced grimy hip hop. Yeah. Like Nas was street. This shit was grimy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know
1: what I mean? So it was like, you know, it was like they was grimy. Like Mob Deep was like, not rock Mob Deep, but Black Moon was like rappers that rapped about grimy, you know what I'm saying? But they was rappers. You see, they'll they'll talk grimy to you about being a good rapper. You see what I'm saying? They was grimy rappers, but mob deep was grimy
2: niggas
1: (laughs) that rapped, which is a lot more like a real person walking the street. So if you, if you, you and your boys is doing any type of dirt, then you relate more to grimy niggas that's rapping than you do grimy rappers. Right. So it was just a step further into the world when Mob Deep hit, you know what I mean? That it was a step further into the world that Black Moon started introducing us to, I feel like.
2: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, it was just more straightforward and expressive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, but yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, Mob yo, Havoc and Prodigy. Matter of fact, rest in peace, Prodigy, yo. Rest in peace, Prodigy. I yeah. don't know that we've said it, you know what I'm saying, on this, on this episode. Rest in peace, the Prodigy. And matter of fact, rest in peace to Fred, the Godson, too, yo. Yeah, yeah, man. That's that shit was tough. So, yeah. Um, I still, I, I still don't know if I'm in a position to do a whole show about it. You know what I mean, like, right. Emotionally, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think I'm in a place to do that. So i'm gonna not do it but i did i do want to say you know what i mean the man was great you know what i mean he was great at them balls great yeah. at that delivery. um and i just want to pay my respect to him so rest in peace fred the godson rest in peace prodigy um i don't know you think we did enough on this one bro
2: yeah i think we did i think we done enough
1: all right well shoot if that's the case man i'm gonna ask people to go to facebook and instagram and follow us at conversate for a few i'm gonna ask people to go to uh favorite dsp i don't care if it's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher or anchor and make sure you subscribe to conversate for a few hip-hop podcasts rate the show give us five mics five stars five bars whatever you like long as they're hours um make sure you share the show with your friends that's the only way they're gonna know we here is if you let them know leave us some comments and let us know how you felt about the uh Memphis uh Infamous album. Let us know if you didn't fuck with the album, you know what I mean? Let us know if after So here- yeah,
2: so we can def- we can block you from our show.
1: Facts. That's what we're going to do.
2: If <laughs> you <laughs> didn't mess with this album.
1: Facts. Let us know if after, if after listening to this show, you went and listened to the Infamous for the first time cuz we don't know how old y'all are. Right. You see what I'm saying? So maybe maybe we're introducing you to some hip hop, you know what I mean, that you that you didn't hear before. Uh and if that it's the case, then happy listening, and you're welcome. Oh, yeah. You know, please stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. Y'all went and listened to some old episodes the other day and realized how long we've been saying that. That shit is hilarious.
2: I know. Yeah, ongoing
1: a, joke. Yo, it's a oh, yo. this <laughs> might be the longest-running joke in history. But um, it's <laughs> not a joke. We're going to send this shit. So <laughs> 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 it's coming soon, too, yo. Uh, it really is. It's coming yeah. soon. Uh, and, and 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 honestly, we want to be able to send y'all empty TDKs, empty Max cells, empty Sony's and all that. But what we mm. got cooking, we might not be able to do that. Just go around. But after this Rona's finished, you you going to get it. Yeah. You know. So uh, with that being said, I'm Jonna. I'm
2: Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music.
1: Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag.
0: Conversate for a few, Conversate for a few. Hustle. Please listen to this podcast. 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 podcast. Wow. Cobbersake for a few.